1: Good afternoon Super Top Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the Good Things. I'm your host Rebecca Turner. We are joined by Rhino in the studio today. Now you can get a jump start on planning your Mississippi getaway by going to visitmississippi.org and we're going to find out more about the new honor hall there at the University of Southern Miss. It's the Center for Military Veterans Service. Members and families, they have outgrown their current space and they're getting a new hall of honor in the works. It's named Quinlan Hammond Hall of Honor and joining us today on Good Things is um, one of the people who is named after Major General Jeff Hammond. He is Army retired. So welcome with us, Jeff
2: hi Rebecca how are you doing today
1: I am doing well and I am super excited about my alma mater doing something great for the veterans of our great state and I guess veterans uh, across all the states so this all started with a unique friendship that of yours uh, Joe Quinlan and then yours Jeff so how did this friendship lead into creating this building
2: well we, you know we started our program uh, about nine years ago from scratch here at USM. We had about 300 students, and over time, we, we grew it to uh, over 1,700. Uh, we started in the basement of McCain Library, and then we eventually found a, a home on campus, a, a home, actually an older house, 60s construction house. Uh, and like good uh, troopers, we, we we made it something special. And one day, Joe Quinn came in to visit, and you know Joe's a Vietnam veteran. And he had shared with me the story of how when he came back from Vietnam, he's getting off a ship in San Diego, California. And he saw all these people out there and he thought that they were welcome home. He didn't realize they were anti-war protesters. So, so he came out to visit us at the, our here on campus. And there's a long line of kids outside the house. And he got very emotional. He said, this shouldn't be, we shouldn't have to have long lines of kids waiting to be seen in a semi rundown on campus house. Let's do something about it. And we, uh, put our heads together, contacted a, a Southern Miss alumnus who has one of the top engineering construction firms in the nation. He lives in his company's based out of Tampa. And we say, would you help us? He came up with the design and uh, Joe Quinlan and a few others uh, in a very short period of time put their private funds together to build this incredible construction, 5,500 square foot building. And the, the, the only building on this campus today which is fully funded by private funds. So it's really cool.
1: It's really cool and also the architecture is actually cool and very meaningful within the Hall of Honor. So Jeff, kind of explain the intention behind some of the design and the thoughtfulness that went went into it.
2: The, uh, the architect uh, was uh, an Army ROTC graduate from USM who served in the Army Reserves, Rich Beckish, and he wants to design a, a building to head true meaning and would touch hearts and be most inviting to military family members as well as veterans and service members. So uh, certain components it, as, you, as you enter the building, the entire ultra structure through the center is, is shaped in an angular way where it's like a salute. So it salutes folks as they come in and out. Uh, a siding to part of the building is is designed to with a, a corrugated look to look like a barracks, an army barracks, if you would. Uh, as you walk in the building itself, each one of the services is represented with a medallion down through the hallway, and it's designed in a way that as the sun rises and sets throughout the day, it will illuminate one specific service at each time. And then uh, on the uh, with lettered on the, the left side of the building, on the wall as you w- enter, in Ray's lettering is the words to the uh, opening of our uh, Declaration of Independence. Uh, and that's just and, and on the right side of the wall is a series of four uh, display cases, museum quality display cases, which were put together for us primarily by the Camp Shelby Museum, which honor each one of the branches of our service to include the newest member of Space Force. So um, and, 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 it's, and as you walk in, it's really interesting, you ought to drive by at night, because it The the left side of the whole building, as you go in, is an American flag, and it's illuminated with the 50 stars each lit up, it's uh, with red and white as well, and you can see it down through the hallways, you look to that, it's a huge American flag, so it's very, uh, it's designed to elicit an emotional response that, you know, equals the word uh, love of country.
1: Which I think is something that all of our veterans feel and I definitely appreciate. I read or watched uh, an interview, Jeff, where you said that the men and women who have served our country, they don't necessarily deserve it. They've earned it, right? They've earned a spot on the campus of USM to sort of call their own and to have all the resources and services under one roof for them to be able to continue their education. So share, share with us what you mean by that, that they've earned it.
2: You know, the, the the kids that are coming through our doors today, not just us, but all these universities that are calling themselves veterans, for the most part, they were youngsters that made a tough decision on 9-11. They raised their hand, they said, I'm gonna go support and defend the Constitution of the United States of America. Now, so what? Well, can you imagine sitting in a classroom at nine eleven and the teacher, class of seniors, teachers saying, what are you gonna do? And, you know, one third say, I'm going to Ole Miss, I'm going to State, I'm going to Southern, I'm going to Jackson State, wherever. Then you got a few kids in the back and meekly, right, oh, I'm going to join the Army, Air Force, Navy, and Marines or the Coast Guard. That's moral courage. That's moral, moral courage before the age of 21. And sadly, many, many, many Americans never in an entire lifetime stand up with such moral courage. These are kids that stood up, went caught knowing full well at 9 11 they're going to go into harm's way. And so we can't do enough to honor, to love them, to appreciate them, uh, and to give them opportunity. They, they, they've worked hard. They've lived a lifetime, I tell the story, I commanded an army division in combat during the surge in Iraq and I tell the story that I started with young, young boys and girls which were 19, 21 years old and after you know 15 months of combat, I came home and these kids were now Uh, 1921 going on 45 based on their life experiences and so it's uh now these kids we have they they've uh they don't look at life like they deserve anything that's not their dna they they look at life in a much different just tell me what you want done and we'll get it done that's the nature of the military tell me the mission and we'll figure it out and so these kids have come through our doors here they carry that on their shoulders so you know we we owe them the best we can give them and it's it's fun to watch them. my our student veterans here at usm our military kids have the highest as a group have the highest graduation rate the highest gpa overall rate uh here on this campus and uh and that's not that's not because anything's easy it's because they come to us focused on mission they don't come to get a degree they come to get a professional career. And it's a much different view of things when you enter into a university, uh, either one of those two directions. So we love what we're doing. We can't wait to get up every morning to serve these youngsters. And this new building is um, there's none like it in the United States of America. And well, Jeff- I hear anyone to you, challenge that.
1: You uh, hit home for, at least for Rhino and I, I was that senior on nine eleven. 11 No, I did not choose to go into the military, but many of my friends and family members did. So when you talk about that generation that said, I'll go... That's, I mean, those are my peers, so I, and then also my alma mater. So I, I definitely, that kind of hits home for, for me with the, the story that you shared. You also, um, there at the new um, Hall of Honor, are going to have a full-time VA counselor. Why is that so important for students who have served in the military?
2: Well, these young people, well, not just young, but local, local community veterans that need access to VA health care, need to get, be granted access the shortest possible, quickest way there is. And there's a lot of log jams in that process throughout uh, the state, throughout the nation. And we decided to shorten and make it a direct line. So uh, Stacy Pickering gave us uh, a veteran services officer, both on our coast campus and here in Hattiesburg. And that individual works out of our building and his full-time job is to help these kids short circuit the process, get their administrative, uh, their educational needs, health needs, all that in front instead of waiting in line for them. So we have not only that, but the the VA itself has given us what's called a vet success on campus officer, who's also a full-time individual. And one of the great things he does for us is he helps these kids uh, navigate the world of finding a job. So we like to say that here at our campus, and we're the only ones in the state of Mississippi have a a vet success on campus officer. So we like to think you can come here into our building and you're going to walk out with an answer. You're going to walk out with a solution and you're going to walk out with mission accomplished because we have all the resources here to do that for you.
1: Well, I am super proud for USM. I'm happy for you guys that it's finally here and that our uh, student veterans will get to take advantage of the opportunities. I appreciate your time, Jeff.
2: Thank you and to the top. It's good to talk to a USM. Southern Miss sister, to, to the
1: top. Absolutely. The top. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. And you guys stick with us. We've got more yeah. for you coming up next.
7: The five-star reviews keep rolling in for Trust Care Kids in Gluckstadt
1: with praises like amazing, super friendly, and best of the best. And now we have two rock star pediatricians at TrustCare Kids, Dr. Kathy Philippi and Dr. Megan Washington. Both have years of experience and are accepting new patients. We are here for kids from birth through college. Walk in or by appointment. Visit us at TrustCareKids.com. Helping kids feel better, faster.
6: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson.
0: Upbeat, positive, and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm.
1: Plus, to encourage you to go on an adventure in Mississippi in 2022. So go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. And the Gallo Show in middays with Jared Gilbert will be broadcasting live at MEC Capital Day from a new location. It's going to be the trademark in Jackson coming up Thursday. So you'll hear from Governor Tate Reeves, Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman, Speaker Philip Gunn, Secretary of State Michael Watson, Insurance Commissioner Mike Cheney, and own and own and own and own. So if you want to be there in person, you can still register. I think there's a few days left. You can go to MEC.MS, or you can just stay tuned in right here to Super Talk Mississippi, From pretty much six till one in the afternoon, and they will have you covered. And then you come on back at two, and we'll take a break from all that politics and talk about something fun and not important.
8: Your radio happy hour.
1: (laughs) Your radio happy hour. That's not true. I think sometimes we cover important topics. They're just not um, necessarily Which, I
8: mean, sometimes you have deep discussions at happy hour.
1: That is very true. Sometimes you can solve the world's problem with some cheap, you know, um, nuts and pretzels and a couple of beers. And I think, you know, the world would be a better place if everybody would pull up a chair to the bar, split a drink, have some snacks, and just talk things out. I think it would be... A lot better for for us all. Now, one thing I do like to do here, I find these strange headlines. Okay, not too long ago, we all went down the rabbit hole of balancing the three eggs for the Guinness World Book of Records. Right. Okay, so I found another man who's got a knack for balancing eggs, and it's an Iraqi man, and he broke the world record for balancing 18 eggs on the back of his hand. Again, this is another fun trick you can try. Over the weekend, your wife's going to not be happy with you or your parents are probably not going to be happy if you try it. There's more risk to losing a dozen eggs or more in this scenario than the stacking of the eggs. Because the stacking of the eggs, I mean, you're probably going to get to one and then eventually you're going to sell yourself. This is, you know, either the tide's not in, the, the moon's not right. Whatever it was you guys were throwing at me last time to say that you could that would help you stack your eggs. The balancing on the back of your hand, it also depends on the size of your hand. Oh, yeah. But if you look at it... And There's t- got to be
8: some geometry to this, too.
1: Yeah, I will tweet it out for you because it shows a picture of, of him doing it. It's actually a video. making a
8: pyramid on the back of his hand? He's
1: making a pyramid, and he's sitting there very stoic-like, if you're watching over at Supertalk TV, and he's got his hands spread out, as you would imagine, and so the eggs are, and I guess, you know, intentionally placed, strategically placed... So that would be five. Yeah, without one, seeing two, the picture, three. I
8: imagine he can't squeeze any of them with his fingers. They just have to be resting on right. his hand.
1: Right. So that would be five. I could probably get five. Now from there, because one in one in each of your finger crevices where your fingers split, right? Like you could you could fit five there, and then okay maybe I could get five,
3: six, seven,
1: and maybe eight. I might, I might would feel confident with eight as long as I have to sneeze or someone spooked me. But we start getting over that, and then you have to start filling in, the, and it all becomes a perfect kind of way. And really, the anticipation of it is not so much, I mean, yes, he's balancing them, but if they drop, it's going to be an, you know, an eggy mess. Because that's a little bit more of a fall than just rolling off the top of each other.
8: I wonder you're if there's all coming a- down. I wonder if there's a certain strategy, like does he leave his hand suspended while he's placing them on there, or does he sit his hand flat on a table, do it, and then try to lift his hand?
1: I'm not sure. And that is correction. That would be four, not five. I was looking. I was like,
8: where's she putting five on here? If you saw me, you saw me turning my hand. I was going, where? where's the fifth?
1: Well, you, hey, look, you know what? God made us all fearfully wonderfully made. Maybe I've got that six finger that will help me balance things out. But no, okay, so definitely definitely four. Steer
8: clear of Inigo Montoya.
1: <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I felt like it's that the one. Princess Bride. Oh.
8: The six-fingered man? Mm. Is he not good? He's the guy that killed Inigo Montoya's father.
1: Well, I only have five fingers. I'm not killing anybody's daddy. And I'm probably not going to balance 18 eggs on my hand either. So I, so I take away my eight that I was confident with and I'll knock that back down to seven. And even then, though, I mean, until you've actually tried it, they're wiggly little suckers. Oh, yeah. But he does. He does it all the way sort of up to to 18 eggs on the back of his hand. And his previously was set by Jack Harris of Britain back in May in 2020, making him the new co-holder of the record. So they well, had tith- that makes
8: sense for that one. I mean, everybody was in lockdown, and you didn't have anything. You had already read every book in your house at that point, so you're looking at the eggs going, yeah, it's time to stack these things. That's the only, it's the only way to kill another 30 minutes of boredom.
1: So, to get the record, they have to stay in place for five seconds i call bs on that if you make a man ride a bull for eight you should make a man hold eight eggs for eight i mean
3: (laughs) fair that does
8: seem a bit quick
1: that does seem like five seconds that's not even i mean that is ask someone who's ever ridden a bull if five seconds is a long time or not right that extra three they would really like to have Five seconds versus eight. I'm sure.
8: I was about to say though. On the flip side of that, something that requires intense exertion physically instead of intense exertion more mentally to stay calm and collected for that. But think about like powerlifting. What if you had to hold it for eight seconds?
1: Oh well, there is a Guinness World Book of Records. We've we've shared that here on Good Things. It was an older man who could sit and hold a deadlift at the top. I think he did it for something stupid like five minutes, and you think. Well, that doesn't seem like a, when you think in terms of people who hold things or do things for static for a long time, you think, though that's not
8: a lot. Yeah, because the record for planking is what, three days or something now? Something
1: stupid, Yeah you holding weight that's pulling on you i mean if it's a significant enough weight then that is incredibly long for your grip to hold on is, oh, yeah. and then it really becomes more of a, a sort of a grip thing but this is more of a balance thing you have to know like sort of the right way or whatever it may be and it made me think of a little bit more dangerous i don't think he has a guinness world record for it but i was watching the new AGTV extreme it's where You know, AGTV is the one where they come in and they do the talent. It's the biggest talent competition, whatever. Um, America's Got Talent. America's Got Talent. Yes, thank you. I just know about AGTV. America's Got Talent. They finally found an outlet for all of the uh, acts who couldn't fit inside. So I guess they were having trouble with coordinating... Extreme acts with yeah, dancers. it's hard to
8: get the dancing elephants through the stage door.
1: Right, and so this is this is just sort of a show where it's all kind of bike based or shooting out of a cannon, that kind of like crazy nonsense. And so so it's
8: like America's Got Talent met a carnival.
1: Yes, but some of their carnival acts make it to the traditional AGTV because they can be on a stage. Yeah, this is more for like the
8: motorcycles and a ball thing.
1: Yes one of the first ones was uh, a gentleman from New York who had picked up dirt bike racing but there's no dirt really in New York City right so he very le- little very little he learned how to ride a traditional dirt bike many of you have one your kids ride one it, without changing the tires without doing anything i guess with the brakes or whatever some of the tricks that um stunners will use in movies and stuff. He has none of that. It's just sheer off of balance. And the stunts that this dude has figured out or could do was mind-boggling. And so he learned by drive, which I would be the driver if you came past me on a one wheel in the middle of, you know, five o'clock traffic in New York. I would not be very happy with you. But it's not my life necessarily at risk. So he had to learn how to navigate and do all, all of that. So his trick were all of these cars going around like a NASCAR kind of track, but not, not slanted track. So it was just a normal circle. So I guess more of like a... A flat oval. A flat oval. And then him doing his tricks going you know in and out of them. And I thought to myself, he has to have the most balance of any human being on the face of the planet.
8: Seems like he's got the next level of the balance that the, the guys at the X Games have, where they have the street bike, where it's, it's not motorized, it's just a bicycle. And it's got the pegs and the, the twist-around handlebar that goes around without catching any of the wires. And they will just be sitting on it, stand up on it, turn it this way, walk over the handlebar, pick it up around. And the whole time, it, it's still just there, which is mind-boggling to me because the whole physics of a bicycle is the gyroscope. The two wheels make a gyroscope. That keeps you upright. That's why you can lean to one side or the other when you're turning. To be able to just do it stationary and have it do all that
7: crazy—it's wild.
1: And in the air, with Jesus in your—you know—your life flashing before your eyes. And Mike from Graham Bay mentions they did have a gentleman in a wheelchair who went on a 21, 20-foot 20 whatever ramp down on his wheelchair. He had um, cerebral palsy, but then did the little loop-de-loop, doo-doo-doo at the top,
4: and he landed it.
1: The Crowd went wow, and his mom went. <gasps> that was me that was me but I was very happy that he ended he ended the trip which I told Neely I was like well if he died they wouldn't put that on TV so we're probably good to to watch his trick you can keep watching good things over at supertalktv.com we've got more for you coming up next
4: the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center. I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 20% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 53. Tonight, mostly cloudy conditions, low down to 41. Your Saturday, mostly cloudy skies, high near 52. And a look to Sunday, a 50-50 shot of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 55. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871.
5: Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster.
9: It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Top Mississippi News. House Bill 20, which would enact Cole's law, has passed unanimously in both the Mississippi House and the Senate and now awaits the signature of Governor Tate Reeves. Cole's law would prohibit health care providers from discriminating against individuals with disabilities who are in need of an organ transplant.
1: Representative Lee Yancey aided in the passing of the bill, explaining that it will be a preemptive step.
10: And so, you know, what we have is uh, one of those situations where this this has happened in other states and we want to make sure it doesn't happen in our state.
1: The bill was inspired by four year old Cole Sims, who has Down syndrome. Although Cole himself does not need an organ transplant, his mother, Kara, spoke for other parents whose children do.
9: Well, when a parent is told their child does not qualify because of their disability, yeah. um, heartbreaking.
1: Right. For the full story, go to supertalk.fm. Your new-
0: your talk, your weather and your sports, all in one place. Supertalk.fm. Every show, every podcast and every late breaking story, all in one place. Supertalk.fm. Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to primeshrimp.com to get pre-season easy to
4: cook shrimp delivered straight to your door.
1: Things wants to remind you there are some great things to do in Mississippi, plenty of events, unique places to visit. So go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. And before you go to the movies, you can find out more from our in-house movie critic, Miss Tanya. It's Friday here on Good Things. So what we got playing? We got a lot this weekend. Oh, good. Finally.
10: So, yeah, I'm going to back up first. I did get to go see Uncharted, which oh, I intended to see for last week. Um, the weather. Um, yeah, the weather got me messed up. But this is the one with Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland. And they're kind of, you know, uh, they're out on a quest to find some lost gold. And anyway, it's so a really I was expecting it expecting it to be a little bit more like um the Nicolas Cage movie I just blanked out on the um the National Treasure. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, No, now I can see it but I can't think of it either. I know. I was thinking it was gonna be like the National Treasure series And this is similar. It just did not keep me on the edge of my seat like National Treasure and the sequels did. Um, But it is still good. I think it's worth going to the movies to see it uh, or to the theater, which it is exclusively in theaters, which you're going to find that more and more as time goes by. But um, Tom Holland, of course, is always great. Mark Wahlberg's good. The problem for me is there were just a little few... Um, inconsistencies with the characters, I thought. But I had fun. I enjoyed it. There are a couple of bonus scenes. um, So make sure if you do check it out to sit sit still because you don't want to miss out. Feels like treasure movies are making a little bit of a comeback. Yeah, and um, this one doesn't, you know, it's got beautiful scenery and all that good stuff. But it's also, um, you know, it's got... Some pretty cool action sequences and um, some cool tech stuff, but um, you know, it, it not quite as advanced as like a Mission Impossible or something like that. But it's I enjoyed it overall. Um, you know, like I said, you just have to kind of forgive a few things that don't really make sense. But other than that, it's That's a great everyday ride. life. Mac yes, California. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then in new this weekend in theaters is. um when I talked about a few weeks ago a little bit, uh, but Cer- Sereno, um, and I'm not saying his name right, but it's a classic love story of this guy who, because of the way he looks. Sereno um, de Bergerac. Sereno. Thank you. I, I don't, I'd have never gotten that one. <laughs> when I see it in writing, I can't say it, um, but it's Peter Dinklage, and he is in, madly in love with this friend of his that they've been friends forever and but because of his appearance he's like I've got no shot at this well he finds out that she has fallen for someone um, and he thinks it's him for just a moment and when he finds out it's not and this is why Peter Dinklage is such an awesome actor I mean he's so good in this one Um, he immediately because he loves her so much He goes and helps this other guy win her over. And the way is through his poetry, his writing. Um, And, of course, she has no idea. It's really him. So you have all of that going on. And then on top of that, it's a musical. And the musical, I mean, the music is just beautiful. And the singing is good. Peter's singing reminds me a little bit. Of Some of the last Johnny Cash stuff, not quite that low, but um, I thought it was wonderful and it's beautiful scenery. Um, Peter was nominated for a Critics Choice Award for his role. So um, anyway, it's definitely worth checking
1: out if you want like a good date night movie. Definitely check this one out. That'd be a good one. Someone said Steve Martin did this movie in the nineties. Is that a joke or is that real?
8: Yeah, it's Roxanne.
1: Roxanne. Ah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's the yeah. Where I was he was say. the
8: fire chief and he had the big nose.
10: Yeah, and you've heard. I mean, the it's kind of the, the timeless tale, you know. Yeah. Um, and then there's another one out this weekend that uh, is for the family, the kids. Hotel Transylvania, Yay. Transformania is out, and this one actually has been out a while on Amazon.
1: I didn't know that.
10: Yeah, so if you, you know... They went backwards. They did. They have had it out for a little while, and they decided to do a limited release for this week. Um, So if you want to see it on the big screen, now's your chance. But it's the fourth movie in the series, and, you know, you've got Adam Sandler, Selena Gomez, Jim Gaffigan's in it. Um, But it continues their story in this one, Adam's character is thinking about retiring and giving his hotel to his daughter, um, and then he finds out that her husband uh, does not exactly have the same intentions that he wants for his hotel, so he starts to backtrack a little bit. Those are Uh, always cute. They are. Uh, I really – the first one I thought was great. I mean, I I really – just enjoyed every moment of it, and I'm a big Adam Sandler fan, and so just hearing his voice was always fun.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm, have you seen this one? I have not seen this okay. one,
10: but um, I saw the first one. And I think I saw the second one, and my kids kind of aged out of it, and you know, so I had didn't have a reason really to go see those. Um, and then we have another kind of weird one this weekend at Studio 666, and it stars the Foo Fighters. Um, As a band, uh, they play a fiction, uh, they have a fictitious name in the movie, but they actually go, move into this haunted house to start recording a new studio album, and the next thing you know, you know, some bad stuff starts happening. (laughs) But, you know, they started promoting this movie at the same time that they were promoting a different horror movie, um... And I kept getting very confused. But the way this one came to be um, is they, Dave Grohl, uh, who we, to me, he's the face of the Foo Fighters. He, uh, you know, had been approached about doing a horror movie a few years ago, and he thought that was the craziest thing. And um, he was actually really looking for a house to rent to build a studio um, to record with the Foo Fighters. And while he found this house that he thought looked like a haunted house, he remembered someone approaching him about this movie. He made a call, and the next thing you know, they filmed it. So um,
1: I didn't know they were actors.
10: Yeah, well, uh, they play themselves, I guess. But um, Dave has a lot of experience with documentaries. He's done some really good music docum- documentaries. So um, anyway, so if you're into that kind of thing or a fan of the band, I would think you would really like this one. And then the last one is Straight to Streaming, and it's A Medea Homecoming.
1: This is number, like, 12, 13, I, know.
10: I can't I've lost count. And she shows up in different movies, too. So she's been around a while. But Tyler Perry keeps saying, this is it. And he retired her a few years ago. And he's like, this is it. No more Medea. And I guess the masses did not let that happen because he felt the pressure to
1: I'd put on pull out wig, the wig again. As long as I could take that money to the bank. <laughs> Which has made him a bunch. <laughs> exactly. Folks love Medea. And
10: I did see it. I watched it. and um, Where's it he, streaming? It's on Netflix. So if you like Medea, you're going to like this one. If you like, you know, all the previous movies, you know, Tyler's got a formula, whether it be a Medea movie or one of his others. He's got a good formula going and it works where he mixes in, you know, a lot of common sense with comedy. With some heartwarming moments, um, he always kind of has a message that he's putting out there. Um, but with that, you get some bathroom humor. You know, some of Medea's family kind of get on my nerves. I don't like some of the <laughs> those jokes and stuff. But Medea, I think they should put her in a room and just like maybe just have her ask people questions and you know let her have her take on whatever because Medea herself is so funny but the premise of this one is she has donated $31.49 <laughs> as she says several times through the movie to her because um, like her great-nephew or great-great-grandson I, uh, he's graduating College, and so she's contributed thirty-one dollars and forty-nine cents to pay for his education. So she feels like she kind of has control over all of the graduation festivities. So everybody's coming to her house, and of course, there's all kinds of drama, all kinds of relationship uh, issues, and just a lot lot goes down in this two-hour movie. Uh, but the best is at the end the over the entire credit sequence it is her dressed like beyonce doing like her version of um lemonade and you know like the the documentary and it is so funny i mean just because she's so serious you know but anyway it's you know family no i would not let my kids watch it um you know the language isn't that bad but You know, he he gets a few things in there, and then he talks a a lot of stuff that I would not want my kids to hear. Yeah,
1: good Uh, Good to know a lot of good stuff. All right, well, plenty for us to get out and see at the movies this weekend. So, Tanya, thank you for your time. You're welcome. See you back next week, and you guys stick with us. A few more good things for you coming up next.
5: Spring is coming, but West Nile virus is already in central Mississippi.
6: Hi, this is Joe Rooks. Come by our Clinton Revel Ace Hardware
8: location this Saturday, February 26th from 7 a.m. until noon. Revel Ace will be giving away Spartan Mosquito, Pro-Tech, and Spartan Go
5: to the first 500 customers. See you this Saturday at Revel Ace Hardware, 730 Clinton Parkway in Clinton, Mississippi
6: it's that time of year when love is in the air and you just crave something sweet valentine's day wrong. It's Mazda of Jackson's sweet deal sales event. That's right, all February. We're giving you the sweetest deals possible on our entire selection of Mazdas. Right now, get 0.9% financing on every 2022 Mazda in stock. That's right, 0.9% APR, which will save you thousands in finance charges. Plus, get 750 finance cash and 0.9% APR on Mazda CX-9s. And Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. In 2022, we're saying farewell to old issues, and looking forward to your future. Our staff is ready to get you approved today. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring us your trade. We'll give you top dollar for it. So come scoop up your sweet deal before it's too late at Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. Mazdaofjackson.com. See dealer for details with pre credit
9: select models. This is the closing agri market report. At the close of their Cotton Exchange, May cotton was down 53 to 11863. July cotton was down 88 to 11534. At the close the Chicago Board Trade May soybeans were down 69 and a half to 1584 and a half per bushel. July soybeans were down 63 and a half to 1573 and a quarter per bushel. May corn was down thirty four and a half to six fifty five three quarters per bushel july corn was down thirty four and a half to six forty four per bushel at the mercantile april live cattle was down thirty seven to one forty one ninety two june live cattle was down thirty to one thirty eight thirty April feeders up 95 to 164.75. May feeders up 87 to 170.60. And at this time, the Dow Jones is up 741 points, 33,965. I'm Dixon Williams. That's the Super Talk, Mississippi Agri News Network.
7: Down to the coast for CPR Fest 20 outside on the grounds of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum Saturday, April 2nd. Starring Mississippi's own three doors down, live three doors down with Caesar plus bad flower.
1: planning your Mississippi getaway everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org and if you own or run a small business can customers find your business online with the power of Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital you can reach potential customers and get more referrals and repeat business Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing if that sounds good to you call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. And today we were talking about balancing of the eggs, with led into extreme sports. And there is some extreme sports, I think, happening in Tupelo. So if you're listening in that area, you're probably like, yes, there's people from all over the state here this weekend. In fact, I've got um, good friends who are there for the state swim meet. Many of you may have kids who are out and about that way. And they got a warning from the city. City saying be patient with restaurant waits and such because it's state swim meet. You have some soccer, something another going on. Always. Bus bet ba- one of the bees. Baseball, something or another um, going on, and I think gymnastics state meet going on. All there in um, in Tupelo. So there's a good chance you're listening to good things on the way. To probably not from Tupelo, or you're sitting there at home thinking, yes, it's going to be a wild and crazy weekend. But how cool is it to think for so many youngsters? I mean, especially if it is, I know for swim, it's state meet. I'm not sure about the other ones. Probably not baseball. Potentially soccer. Maybe gymnastics. But it's a big deal. And so they're all there giving their best effort. And so lots of lows, lots of highs, lots of wins, lots of sads, lots of so much going on in Tupelo this weekend.
8: Oh, yeah. Lots of great memories made on trips involving being on a team or traveling with a team or different things like that like uh, i remember one of the first cds i ever bought with my own money i was peer pressured into it by some buddies on the soccer team while we were in hattiesburg i believe at state and it was tragic kingdom by no doubt
1: really oh yeah that's funny. So go. So Tupelo has always been a staple for state meet for swim team. Many of you know that. And so, so I. Re- they got
8: the big old pool. They
1: got the big pool. And so I remember some of the memories. Not CDs, but this is back before swimwear got to where it is now, where now they're very technical, and they'll even have jammers, what they call it for the boys. Now it's no longer the little speedos. They have the longer um, suits, and then the girls have like the suits that cut so for air oh yeah, I
8: mean Olympic swimming got to the point where they had to outlaw some swimsuits because they covered the whole body with basically super Teflon you were just right through the water
1: <laughs> excuse me so before that though <clears throat> you would shave the night before like the young men who went all year you know and would have never even thought about it you had the parties with the crappy shaving cream and the razors that you come in a bag for like five dollars and then you would get after the arms and the backs and the legs and all the things and that was that was their teflon and then it would grow back weird that's okay then they would have it for you know another year but just the memories sort of made is is a lot of fun would have been a lot better with no doubt singing in the background i don't remember the music um the music there but I, just,
8: I remember all kinds of weird stuff from those soccer trips. Like, I remember buying the No Doubt CD. I remember begging Mom and Dad to get me some of those Adidas slip-on sandals with the little nubs on the bottom to mm-hmm. massage your feet. I remember thinking that No Fear was the coolest brand ever.
1: We have completely different memories. I remember <laughs> mom telling me if I ate so much of my broccoli and carrots that I could have the cheese nips. Like she was the mom that packed the perfectly balanced, you know, if you don't have your broccoli between between races, you're not going to cut time. And then my dad wore this really cheap little Timex from Walmart. It was $5. I mean, it was not $5. It probably was. But it was black, and it only had two little buttons on the side. It told time, and it kept... Uh, it has stopwatch, and I have so many memories of stepping up on the block, and then Daddy at the other end because he didn't trust the timers. <laughs> not that he could do anything about it, not that his time meant nothing, except he would say they got it wrong. You know, it was two seconds faster or to whatever it may be. But that was that was like his, you know, and that little that watch made it through ten plus years of swimming and state meets and all the things
8: i remember going to countless baseball games and dad his trick was he would take bags of sunflower seeds and to keep from correcting or getting on to a coach or an umpire or something like that for a bad call or calling or a bad lineup he would just chew sunflower seeds constantly to keep his mouth busy to keep him from Hollering? The hollering at the umpire. Hey,
1: there's a good takeaway tip from Good Things today. If you have a hard time not hollering, just shove your mouth full of sunflower seeds. <laughs> Something may come out, but it's not going to be what you will regret <laughs> later later on. Wisdom here on a Friday on Good Things. All right, stick with us. you got more coming up next with The boys with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will meet you back here at 2 on Monday. But until then, we hope you all find time for the good things.
10: Yeah, good things you.
0: A Super Talk Mississippi media production.